Welcome to Stack Attack, the PEI Public Library Services podcast on books, culture, and everything related to the world of libraries. On today's episode, Crystal is joined by Michaela Krieger, the relatively new Children and Teen Services Librarian at the Charlottetown Library Learning Center. Listen in as they chat about summer reading club wrap-up activities and some of the new programs for children and teens happening in Charlottetown this fall. Michaela shares some of her favorite books, and they also take some time to talk about the importance of letting kids read what they're interested in and the value in reading different formats and types of books. As always, please check out the podcast notes for more information and links to any resources mentioned in the episode. The Stack Attack podcast is recorded and produced on Epicwit, the ancestral land of the Mi'kmaq. Hey everyone, welcome to our newest episode of our Stack Attack podcast. My name is Crystal Dion. I'm the Adult Services Librarian at the Charlottetown Library Learning Center for the PEI Public Library Service. And I'm here with Michaela Krieger, the Children's and Teen Librarian, also here at the Charlottetown Library Learning Center for the PEI Public Library Service, and my new office mate. Hello everybody. <laughs> Thank you for having me on the podcast. I've been so excited to, uh, to join you here. It is definitely our pleasure. So you're relatively new to our team here. Mm -hmm. Not that new anymore, but you know. (laughs) Can you tell us a bit about yourself and kind of your journey to becoming a children's librarian and how you ended up here on PEI? I know you moved around. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I guess my my journey to being a children's librarian started when I was 10 years old, um, when I decided I wanted to be a children's librarian. Um, So this position has really been a dream come true for me. Yeah, like you said, I've moved around a bit. I started my library education in Vancouver, where I did my master's degree in library sciences. Uh, Then I moved back to Edmonton, where I grew up, and then I moved to Ottawa for a bit, and now I am here in PEI. Yeah, so it's been great. I've been so happy to be in such a warm and welcoming community here in, in Charlottetown. We've been office mates for a few months now, and I actually grew up in Squamish, just outside of Vancouver. Oh I didn't realize uh, that you lived there for a bit. No, I didn't know you grew up there either. <laughs> so I know that we're sort of halfway through uh, the summer and our TD Summer Reading Club programming, but there's definitely <laughs> still a few fun weeks left. Can you tell us a bit about what's going on here at the Charlottetown Library? Yeah, absolutely. So our summer reading club programming here at Charlottetown is quite extensive. We have uh, it really is <laughs> about three three programs per day, uh, sometimes four, and there's stuff for all different ages. So if you have uh, kind of babies through preschoolers, so zero to five years old, um, I'd recommend joining us for family story time. We have family story time on Tuesday, Wednesday, and a baby time on Thursday. Um, and also a family dance party on Wednesdays as well. So there's lots to do for the little ones. I saw you dancing there this afternoon. Yes, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. We, we did the Hokey Pokey and uh, Wheels on the Bus and many other songs. So um, it's always a lot of fun with the, the family dance party. And then if you have any uh, school-age kids, so kind of 6 to 12-year-olds, um, we have a, a large suite of programming for them as well. Um, we have Secret Society of Wacky Wizards, which is on Tuesday afternoons. On Wednesdays, we have special guest speakers coming in uh, almost every week. Our next one is Farmer Flory on uh, the 16th, I believe. And then on Thursdays, we have Environment Explorers, which is great for your kids who love to explore the outdoors and learn about nature. And then we also have Brilliant Labs, who comes in on Fridays, uh, Sundays, and Mondays. And uh, they do all sorts of different science programs in the makerspace. 
And then we also have programs for teens. I can't forget the teens. Um, for the teens, we have a summer reading club uh, reading challenge where if they uh, check out books or they attend programs, they can get little scratch tickets. And at the end of the summer, we'll do a draw for um, a really exciting gift card. And then uh, we also have the Teen Craft Renoons on Monday afternoons. And um, every week we'll do a different craft with the 13 to 18 year olds. And uh, I think next week we're doing book hedgehogs. We're folding up old, old books to make some art. So that'll be very exciting. And we also have Teen Cook It Up, um, which is a cooking program for teens. It is um, a cooking program where every week we make a different recipe. And uh, so far it's been going really, really well. I'm so proud of the teens and all of the work that they've done in the kitchen. I have been lucky enough to enjoy some leftover snacks made uh, after the teen cook it up. So thanks for that. You're very welcome. I know there's a couple of larger events coming up in yes. August well that maybe mm-hmm. you'd want to mention because we're yeah. hoping to get lots of folks out of all ages to, to a couple of these larger events. Absolutely. So there's two kind of bigger events that we're doing in August. The first is the Teddy Bear Picnic on August 11th. I've heard this is a Charlottetown tradition that I've been very excited to continue. Bring your, your little ones and your teddy bears to the library and we're going to have a picnic together. If it's nice out, we'll be at the park. Otherwise, we'll be inside. But we'll be reading some stories. We'll be singing songs. There'll be snacks and uh, potentially giant games and all sorts of other fun stuff. And then we also have the closing party for the TD Summer Reading Club on August 25th. And that'll be the very last program of the summer. And that one will be um, for kids of all ages. So you've kind of preschool right up to to teens. And there'll be some uh, games. There'll be some crafts. There'll be some dancing and uh, all sorts of really fun stuff. Awesome. And just for our listeners, we're sort of talking um, about our Charlottetown programming here, but definitely there's summer reading club stuff happening for the next few weeks across the island at all of our different branches. So you Mm -hmm. can check with your local branch. You can check the um, program calendar on the website. You can follow us on social media, either on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or all three. And we're always sharing information about what's Mm -hmm. happening um, at all of our branches. And yeah, I know, as as mentioned, it's pretty wild here. There's tons happening in the summer. So I know when the Summer Reading Club wraps up on the 25th, there going to be a two-week break on programming. But Mm -hmm. then we'll be heading into the fall. And I know you've got a few exciting new additions. So if you just want to let us know about what's going to be going on in the fall here in Charlottetown, that'd be great. Absolutely. Um, So yeah, like you said, we have many exciting things happening in the fall. We are going to be adding in an extra preschool program in the fall. So we'll have, uh, I think, five preschool programs per week. And that will be on Tuesday afternoons, I believe, will be the new program. Um, You'll see more details on our social media in the coming weeks. And then we're also adding in an after-school program for the elementary kids. And so this is going to be a weekly program where every week we do a new uh, activity. It might be a craft. It might be robotics. It might be coding. It might be building challenges. It'll be something new every week. And then we are also having two book clubs that are going to be starting up in September. The first is The Bookworms, which is a book club for kids who are 9 to 12. And uh, our first book is going to be The Blackthorn Key. So I'm very excited for that one. Um, I love a good fantasy, and The Blackthorn Key looks like it's going to be a fabulous read. And then we also have a book club for the teens. Um, It's called Bookmarked, and uh, this one actually started back in March, I think. Uh, But we took a break over the summer, and now we'll be back in September. And we're going to be reading The Inheritance Games as our first read. And this is a really fun kind of sci-fi adventure thriller. So, yeah, that should be a lot of fun. And then we also have our PD Day programs. Um, The first one will be not until September 29th, so it's a while out now. But feel free to check our social media for more details a little bit closer to the day. 
Definitely. Um, sounds like it's going to be a busy and exciting yep. fall as well. <laughs> Absolutely. One of the things I love about sharing an office with you is seeing all of the wonderful new children's books flying yeah. through that you're um, you know, setting aside for all your mm-hmm. different programs. So um, we always ask our podcast guests for some book recommendations. So maybe you have a oh. few um, of your newer books that you'd like to share with us today. Absolutely. Oh, I love talking about my favorite books. Let me think for a second. Okay, so I think one of my uh, current favorite picture books is one that we actually read last week in The Secret Society of Wacky Wizards. Um, And this is a book called Not Your Typical Dragon by Dan Barrell. And Not Your Typical Dragon is about a little dragon. His name is Crispin Blaze. And tomorrow he turns seven years old. And when you're a dragon and you turn seven, that is when you get to start breathing fire. But when Crispin wakes up and he tries to light his birthday candles on fire... It doesn't work. And instead of breathing out fire like all the other dragons, he breathes out all sorts of crazy things like whipped cream, teddy bears, bubbles, streamers, and all sorts of other stuff. Um, This is a really great book if you're looking for uh, books about self-acceptance and uh, learning to embrace your unique talents and gifts. And one of my favorites to read with kids. I actually uh, noticed the other day after Mm -hmm. I saw some members of the Secret Society of Wacky Wizards (laughs) coming out with little dragons blowing fire. So I was Mm -hmm. wondering what book got read that day. Yes. Sounds awesome. Oh, it was a really fun one. That was a, a very successful book. I also have a middle grade book that I just read. And middle grade is uh, what we call like that kind of books for like 9 to 12 year olds where they're not like beginner chapter books, but they're also not in the teens. Um, They're kind of in the middle. And one that I just read is called Big Tree and it's by Brian Selznick. And Big Tree is about a 600 page book. So it's a really, really thick book. But this is a really special book, too, because it's not full of words. About half of it is words, like a novel, but the other half is fully illustrated pages. And you have to read them together um, in order to get the full story. So there might be like page one through six is is typed out, but then page seven through 30 is um, just like full page illustrations. Um, It's not like a comic book where there's words in the illustrations. They're just pictures that you have to read. And it's a really, really beautiful book. And this book is about Louise, who's a small seed whose mother tree got trampled by the dinosaurs. And so she is flown out of the little seed pack where she was born and um, thrust into a very, uh, a world that's very different than ours. And so she goes uh, through and she meets all sorts of crazy creatures. She meets, I think, the king of the seahorses. She meets different plants. She meets uh, lots of insects and bugs while she's trying to look for a place to set root. So I'd highly recommend that one if you're looking for a really fun, really unique adventure. And I have a couple of recommendations for teens as well. The first is actually a graphic novel, and this is one of my favorite graphic novels. It's called The Girl from the Sea by Molly Knox Ostertag, and this one actually takes place in Nova Scotia, so not too far from here. And The Girl from the Sea is a Selkie story. Uh, For those of you who are familiar with Selkies, you'll know that they are seals who can shed their seal skin and turn into humans. And Morgan is about 14, and when she's out on the rocks one day, she meets this very mysterious girl named Kelty, who later comes onto shore, and you very quickly realize that Kelty did not grow up on on land, and she's actually a Selkie. So it's a really fun kind of romance um, set in Nova Scotia, so it's um, uh, a great one to read if you're on PEI for sure. And I have one more if you don't mind. Uh, No, I'd love to hear another one. Awesome. The other one I have is just a young adult novel. 
and it's called The Last Night at the Telegraph Club, and it's by Melinda Lowe. Um, this is actually one of the books that we read for our teen book club a couple months ago, um, and it's about a girl who is living in the 1950s, and she's an Asian-American girl who has just realized that she thinks that she's gay, but in the 1950s, being Asian-American and gay is very, very difficult and poses many challenges for her. So she's kind of, kind of trying to balance um, ways to to be herself and embrace her identity while also fitting in with her family and the cultural expectations of the time. Um, I'd highly recommend it if you're looking for a really fun historical read. Thank you so much. What a great list. a great uh, starting point of books for me to check out. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, I love how you touched on graphic novels, Mm -hmm. books with lots of illustration, definitely a diversity of themes Mm -hmm. so that um, all kids are sort of seeing themselves and what they're reading. I thought maybe you could just chat a bit about your thoughts on the importance of kids being able to read things Mm -hmm. that they like and also in a variety of formats. Absolutely. Those are two different questions. I'm going to start with the question on reading things that you enjoy. I find that so important uh, for kids that they're reading things that they're interested in and that they enjoy. I know as an adult, you know, if I'm not interested in the book, I will absolutely put it down and not finish it. The dreaded DNF. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I really like to extend that that courtesy to kids as well. You know, when kids are interested in something, they're going to want to read about it. And so giving them books that they're interested in is really going to motivate them to continue reading. And even if the book is maybe a little bit harder than than their reading level, being interested in the topic is really going to push them through that book. You know, I know a lot of kids love to read about like dinosaurs. So they're learning how to sound out, you know, all of those, those dinosaur names and um, trying to figure out, you know, context clues to figure out what different words mean and all sorts of things. And they often know way more dinosaurs. Oh, than yes. I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when there's a dinosaur kid in the library, they can list off probably 20 or 30 dinosaurs. So yeah, definitely they, they learn a lot when they're interested in the topic. In terms of formats, I think that's also really important to consider. There are so many formats that kids can read uh, today. You know, there's graphic novels, there's series books, um, just reading out loud with a grown-up. There's um, novels like, you know, we read a lot. And there's audiobooks and ebooks. There's all sorts of stuff that they can read. And having that diversity in format is incredibly important because each different format is going to teach them something new about reading and how, how stories work. I know for graphic novels, I always say they're really important to learn how to read illustrations and learn how to read pictures, which in our digital world is actually a really important skill and it's one that's going to serve them well in adulthood. In terms of series, I sometimes hear parents who are like, my kid will only read uh, Geronimo Stilton, and they've reread them, and they won't read anything else. And I really like to reassure those, those parents and the readers that that's okay. You know, they're still reading, and they're still learning from these books, even if they've read it three times. Kids are still learning how books work, how stories work. And so when they read series like that that are very repetitive, what they're learning is that books have a beginning, a middle, and an end. And they're learning a bit about foreshadowing, and they're learning a bit about you know, character growth and all sorts of stuff that we really take for granted when we read, but it's all new to them. Um, we also have things like audiobooks and ebooks, which are fantastic for reading on the go. Audiobooks are a great way to share books with your kids without necessarily having to read a novel out loud to them. It's a great way to spend time together in the car or in an office over dinner, whatever whatever works for you and your family. And ebooks are a great way to get your kid to read, especially if they um, some ebooks like the Tumble Books app that we have here at the library will read out loud and also light up the words as you're saying them. Um, so it's a great way for kids to start to realize that the words on the page are actually related to to the story that's being told. Yeah, well, thank you so much, Michaela. You made some wonderful points and, you know, a great reminder that sometimes things that we 
take for granted that we know are new to our youngest Absolutely. to our youngest yeah. folks and it's important to recognize that mm-hmm. and I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to chat with me I'm excited for the podcast to come out and I'm excited to continue to work with you in the future yes absolutely thank you so much for having me on the podcast I've been so excited to to get to chat with you here in this space yeah and I'm, I'm looking forward to see what you're doing in the fall as well I know we have lots of exciting adult programs coming up as well we'll have to do another podcast <laughs> <laughs> all right thanks thanks again thank you Stack Attack is a production of the PEI Public Library Service, and we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Many thanks to our guest, Michaela Krieger, for taking the time to chat with Crystal. Links to all of the resources mentioned in this episode can be found in the podcast notes section. And as always, we want to hear from you. Share your recent reads or visits to our branches with us on any of our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And don't forget to check out our library website, library.pe.ca, for the most up-to-date information on library programs and services. Thank you for listening.